episode three. Three. Three of Mama Girl Podcast. And we're just so thankful and grateful that you've tuned in to listen to us. And again, this content is strictly based on me and Alexis' personal relationship, our own personal thoughts, ideas, perception, and how we choose to handle it. So if you find something that that will help you, you take the information and you use it to help you shape your relationships. Also, we are not professional coaches, counselors, therapists, or anything like that. We just want to share with you our journey and take you along with us and, you know, to help you grow, help us continue to grow from your feedback. We want to be transparent. We want you to get to know us better. We want to empower and hopefully show you a different perspective based on things that we've shared and things that we've encountered in our own relationship as mother and daughter and as individual based on individual relationships that we've had and we've learned new things so with that being said today we're talking about we're talking about compliments 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 we do too much i know you do too much you do too much okay so this was an interesting topic that alexis brought up because that was one of the things that was an emotional wound like we talked about in episode one that i dealt with was receiving compliments when you have a a low self perception of yourself a low self-esteem compliments are really really hard to accept and that was one of the things that I feel that I passed down to Alexis is being able to accept compliments I can give them all day but receiving them and you know what that looks like like girl you look cute Laura you girl anyway (laughs) I look raggedy I look toe down I look look at these bags up under my eyes you know it's like we always bring up what's wrong like what what we don't like about ourselves and it was so funny we were talking about this and one of the things is kind of like it's like when you're trying to heal from these things it's like a wound and when you're when you have a wound it scabs over because it the scab represents the healing of the sore but anytime that we get a compliment or you know we receive a compliment or we can't receive a compliment it's like we rip the scab off of the sore and you say you see my sore and i'm like what and it's in essence when we reject those compliments that's what you're saying mm-hmm. you're you're showing your emotional wound that you have so that's what you know when alexis would do that and i would give her a compliment she's like but mom i was like you see my sore? <laughs> you know because that's what we do we we bring up and we show people you see my wound so it's like you know we're fearful of accepting the compliment or receiving the healing because we don't know what that looks like. We don't know what healing looks like because mm-hmm. we've never experienced it in that particular area. Mm-hmm. And so we always seem to flow in a place of familiarity. So we're familiar. We know how we can move and how far we can take things, how much we can receive because we're so used to it. But then when somebody introduces something like a compliment, that just throws our whole Right. world upside down and we don't know how to receive that 
So that was one of the things that I struggled with, like I said before, and one of the things that I unintentionally passed down to Alexis. So we had this conversation and we were just talking about a situation that she encountered some time ago. And she can kind of give you a better perspective of what happened with that. And, and we'll go from there, what we kind of talked about. So you were talking, telling me about, you know, one of your friends that you had. I'm trying to remember the scenario. You know better. Start the off scenario, for me. You know the scenario where you were saying that it was somebody that you had met that you admired. And they had talked to you about how they were, you know, kind of struggling at school. But you didn't see that they were struggling in school. You thought that they had everything together. You know, that they were, that you oh, thought they had yeah, it all yeah, together. Yeah. And they came to you and they were like. Yeah. I don't have it together, and that kind of shocked you. Yeah. Now, now you didn't jog my memory. Yeah, there was a person that I knew of that confided in me, and we were just having a heart to heart. And the topic of self esteem and confidence came into this person, you know, came into play. And this person had confided in me, saying that they suffered from low self esteem. And this one hundred percent threw me off because I look up to this person. They seemed to have things together. They seemed like everything was going fine. There were a few things that I noticed, but it wasn't something I could like put my hand on and say, this is low self-esteem. They pretty much, you know, were like that, that saying, fake it till you make it. They were that. So when they told me that they didn't have confidence in themselves, it just rocked me for a loop. And I'm like, what? But in that, though I was shocked, it gave me kind of comfort. Because it let me know I wasn't alone. Because sometimes when you look Woolmate. up... Woolmates. Because it's like, when you when there's people that you look up to, you think they can do no wrong. Everyone love them. They're going, their life is great. But when they tell you of what they're going through, I've noticed is that they become so much more relatable. And two, you know, when people discuss what's going on with them, it just causes more people to listen. And to just like find just more comfort in being able to share and so when she said that it was just it was just very comforting to just know that you know it was someone else that was going through that as well so we discussed of ways you know what caused those what were the triggers and then you know talked about what can we do to fix those you know as mom said my I did grow up with a lot of low self-confidence and as I got older I tried to counteract that by complimenting and they were genuine do not get me wrong whoever I compliment I genuinely feel that way but now looking back at it it could sometimes look of as like oh my gosh she's over complimenting that could, so it's not genuine so it don't yeah. seem like it's genuine yeah. even though it is but I've always been the type of person of no matter how low my self-esteem is, I will not, I repeat, I will not dim someone else's light because I feel like my light is not shining bright enough. So it's yeah. just like, I, I can't do that. It's just my moral conscience won't let me do that. But in that, you need to make sure that if this is going to be a roommate, that they are they see that this is an issue and they're wanting to come up out of that because again if they are a roommate that doesn't want to get better then it's just somebody else to continue to feed 
into that low self-esteem mm-hmm. or whatever it is that that your wound mating about or what connected you to mm-hmm. be a wound mate. So you have to be careful with that. So you have to just really analyze the relationship to say, okay, is this something that I really want to put a vest a lot of time in? You know, as because a lot of times you get drawn to people and you want to help them mm-hmm. and you want to, but the thing is, they can't they can't receive what they don't accept. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you try to you try to you try to help them and they just do not receive it. So you have to get to a point to you have to analyze you know how invested am I going to be in this because at the same time you're concerned about them, but you need to be concerned about yourself emotionally if you're wanting to come out of this right so you have to be very careful one of the analogies that came to mind was like we were talking about pumping gas and we were saying i was telling alexis i said it's kind of like you know when you get emotion when you get compliments and things it's kind of like pumping gas it's just like you know we all have a tank and it gets low because we give a lot of us give so much time energy love you know, just positivity and it's draining. And what I found is, you know, you again about your close circle, you have to have people that will help to fill that emotional tank. And so when you don't have those people in your life, you know, you get depleted, you get run down, you, you know, you end up having, you know, mental health issues sometimes, physical issues sometimes, uh, just a lot of, you know, problems because you're not emotionally healthy to undertake all of these friends associates you know trying to help them get through and so i said it was kind of like a gas tank so you know when you go to the gas station you know you have to fill your car up and a lot of times you have to compliment yourself you can't necessarily depend on people to compliment you you have to encourage yourself. You have to compliment yourself in ruts because sometimes if a person is down in the dumps and they're not used to compliments or they aren't able to compliment you, then you have to do it for yourself. So it's kind of like back in the, I think it's 70, 80s, they used to have what they call full service, you know, gas stations or whatever. And somebody would come and pump your gas. They would wipe your, I'm dating myself. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I was little, y'all. I was little. I was real little. But she remembers this. I, rem- I remember that. But, you know, they would come and they would check the pressure on your tire. They would fill your tank. They would clean your windshield, you know, and they would do all of that for you while you sat in your car. Luxury, and, y'all. Yeah, yeah luxury. luxury. And, though, and I, uh, you know, I, I compare that to how your close, intimate friends are to you. They're your self-service service attendants. And they, you know, fill you up, they compliment you, they keep you on full by you giving them compliments and they giving them back. So you're filling and refilling each other. And that's how your your intimate circle should be. But because I think gas prices got higher back then, that self-service attendance kind of went away. So now we have to go self-serve. So when you go to the gas station, you know, you don't have somebody coming up to your car like, geez, can you please fill my tank? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, sir. You fill it yourself. And so you have to be able to do that. And that's all about, you know, just taking time for yourself. And again, doing affirmations, 
making sure that your circle is taken care of and that they are, you know, you're growing mentally and emotionally together. And again, if you have to rotate them out, you know, you might have to, because again, we're all trying to live our best lives. And if people choose not to partake in it or be healthy to live their best life, you have to kind of be selfish and just rotate them out or, you know, just condense your circle, circle all together. Because in the end, your emotional health is important. And then I also told her that I, with the affirmations that I was doing in the mirror, is like, I take compliments. So like, you know, when you go somewhere and you do something or you're like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And they'll be like, oh, you're fine. And I'll say to myself, yes, I am. <laughs> you know, I'll say that under my breath. So I've <laughs> become so, you know, good at feeling myself serving my own tank that I'll take that, you know, I'll take that compliment, even in, in, even if it wasn't meant as a compliment, mm-hmm. I'll take it. So, you know, like, no, you're fine. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I tickle myself, but, you know, again, that was something that I had to work towards and it was a process to do that. And I mean, it got so, it got so good. Cause I think now it's like, even though you can't can, tell her nothing. Yes, y'all. you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, yes, you can. You can tell me, but I may not believe it, <laughs> but you can tell me, but you know, I can be sitting here with some sweats and my hair rollers and finest thing walking. Finest thing walking. Yes, I am. You know, you can't tell me nothing, you know, but to me, that fills my tank and it's not being cocky it's not being arrogant it's just me bragging about me and it's so funny because Alexis and I you know we talk and she does this thing and I'm hoping that she will let me post a picture of her doing it but she does this thing like if we're talking and I'm complimenting her or giving her props she'll put her hand up under you know up under her chin and do some kind of little pose and it tickles me and she doesn't know that that is a sign of her building up her confidence and filling up her gas tank because she's patting her own self on the back. It's like she's receiving that. And that's what I tell her. You know, it's good to give compliments, but you and when you receive them, you have to be open to receive them because you can say thank you to somebody and they think you received it, but you haven't opened yourself and your heart up to receive it because you don't believe it. So you have to get into a mode of opening your heart and yourself up to receive that compliment. I get you. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You have to. And then another example was, I know a lot of y'all that know me. I really, for mm, most of my life, but in the last, I did not like to wear dresses. And I mean, it wasn't, you know, I like dresses, but I just was not into dresses. And when I started, you know, on this self-confidence journey years ago, I had got to the point where I was accepting compliments and giving myself compliments and stuff. So I decided, hey, give me some dresses. So I started wearing dresses and I would get confidence. I was like, oh, okay. And then she even got more compliments after that. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I got more compliments after me wearing dresses. I was like, okay. (laughs) So, I mean, me and Kato, I wore them out. Lexus was mad at me one time because I had saw this dress online at Kato. 
We drove to Kimball, Tennessee, which is about 30 miles from where we stayed. So it would have been like an hour drive, wasn't it? Yes, about an hour Because we had drive. a hair appointment that day. We were yes, late. Yes, she was Because mad. she was wanting this dress so bad and it was not in Chattanooga. So bad. Because, you know, Kato, they got this system where if you see a dress, just for my fellow shoppers, if you see a dress that or an article of clothing that you like, they can check to see if it's at another store in your size. And so they just so happened to have this one in Kimball. And I was like, I got to have this dress because I know I'm going to look good. In it. <laughs> and so um, we had a hair appointment that day. And Carly, I'm sorry. But we drove to Kim- Kimball. I was like, I can make it. I can make it. But I just did not put in my mind that it was going to take that long. So what ended up happening was she, Lexus ended up getting her hair done. And I didn't get my hair done that day because... I had, I think I was, we were like, what, 30 minutes late? <laughs> yeah. Like, Your sense of time was not on. Oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right, it, though, because you still got the dress. So, And I and I looked very nice in the she dress. She did. If I do say so. But I was, but the good thing is, too, and you did tell me this as well, as you gained more confidence, she even started wearing brighter colors. So, like, mom told me, like, growing up, she wore a lot of dark colors. And that's what the phase I'm in now. That's just what I feel like I personally look good in. But we're going back to her. <laughs> she was at a phase growing up where she wore a lot of darker clothing. And as her confidence grows, she decided to get rid of a lot of the dark clothes in her closet. So now she got all these yellows and pinks and flowers. Yes. And it looks good. And it's just like, it's crazy just to see how she did a whole 360. And it's just like, it just, like when you see it, she just looks very, very bright. Bright. Yeah, I know you're trying to throw some shade. No, it's just like, I didn't know how how to... That's okay. You just just bright and peppy like you always are. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, and it does, when you work on your your self-esteem and and you feel good about yourself, it shows. It's like, I feel like, you know, what you are dealing with on the inside, it will show on On the the outside. outside. You know, just like you just said, you know, and it's like, when I look at colors, I'm looking at pinks and lime greens and stuff. Now, I don't get outrageous, outrageous, but, you know, I want to put something bright because that's how I feel. And if you look at somebody, if they see something bright, it changes their mood. You know, colors are amazing in that way. And so I did that and I just, I'm just, I'm, pr- I'm proud of myself for that. And again, so for those that feel like they may not be able to do it, yeah, you can. Again, it's a process and it takes time and you have to be committed and you have to be open to the process, open to what you're receiving through that process and just embrace it because you are, like my sister told me, she said, you tell yourself, I am the ish. And I'm like, I can't say that. She's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, you know. And we get we got special permission from her to say it. So I'm I just saying, I'm gonna say it anyway. But you know, and you have to feel that way. And again, it's not an arrogance. It's the confidence yeah. that comes from because, like, when you know that you've gone through and you've been in a dark place or you've been in a place where you haven't felt. It is so freeing. It's like I'm getting goosebumps just even talking about it. It is so freeing to be able to embrace that and take that on and just like, yes, you know, I did this. I do look good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And you deserve that. Good. And yeah, I deserve that because that's how God created me to be. You know, right. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. And so are you. Snaps. That's how we were made. 
you know? And so I, I want to walk that out. Right. And I haven't been. So, you know, again, just finding a good, you know, inner circle, not full of gas guzzlers, because, you know, sometimes in your circle, you have those that require more attention. <sighs> okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. She back. Reel it in. Reel it in. I mean, I thought about some people, you know, but, you know, you have to, you know, identify those gas guzzlers and be like, hey, I you can't keep sucking all of this because people will. If you allow them, they will suck the life, energy, spirit, everything out of you because they crave that attention and that attention is not anything I could understand if it was fueling something positive. I get that because, you know, once they get filled up, then they're going to spew that positivity back on you. Right. But a lot of case, a lot of cases or a lot of times, you know, it's not, it's negative and they're still in their dark, depressive state, you know, and it's so unfortunate because I mean, we're all beautiful people if we chose, if we choose to see that. And we are all amazing, you know, individuals because we were created to be and life will and other people will try to suck that from us. And it's so unfair. And you have to get that fight within you to say, uh-uh, not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. Not today, not tomorrow either. And you just have to get that confident and that bold in about yourself because you can't depend on people to do that. And you have to be, you know, sometimes you have to have enough for yourself and that other person until they get back to the point that they can give it back. So, you know, that was one of the things that, that I've glad to have overcome. And one of the things, again, that, you know, I feel like I unwillingly passed on to Alexis because it wasn't that I didn't compliment her. I was always, you know, I was always there for her and I always told her that she did a good job. But I didn't, I don't think my behavior alluded to her believing what I was saying about her because I remember her saying, you know, mom, are you just saying that because you're my mom, you know, and she would tell me that that would hurt my feelings. And no, no, (laughs) but I mean, but again, I hurt my own feelings because again, that was, that came from a place when. I wasn't feeling my best. I wasn't as compliment, you know, confident and com- getting compliments. And even though I gave them, you can tell when they're fake. And even though mine weren't fake. Yeah, I never thought that at yeah, all. Yeah, but I'm just saying, but you can still feel whether or not because how you say it and then how you carry yourself, yeah. you know. And I wasn't carrying myself in a way for her to believe in what I was saying. Yeah. And so when she would tell me that, you know, that would hurt my feelings. And I was like, no, 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 I'm telling you the truth. You know, it's just like, yeah, you're saying that. You're just saying that because you're my mom. Yeah, and I just believe that all parents or majority of the parents would compliment their kids. But mom, but mom you say the best, you know, you don't have to. You yeah. know, it's a choice to compliment your children. Yeah. Which leads to kind of what another thought that just popped in my head while you were talking about. I realized when it came to compliments, when I... What's the word I'm thinking of? When I received compliments, it was easier to receive compliments on what I could do rather than what I was. So like when I define myself, when people says to talk about you, I always compliment in, oh, um, it's just what I was able to do. Like I'm encouraging, I'm this, I'm that. It was never on who Alexis is as a 
person as Alexis, which is something I'm still trying to figure out that I haven't found out. So it's easier for me to compliment on my own, you know, abilities and what I I do well and people see me do well than being like, okay, Alexis, who are you really? What gives, what do you feel that you know that is just you, it's solely you and no one else can take that from you? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I got you. And and again, and she's and she's working hard at that. Again, we're all we're still in the process, you yeah. know, of doing that. But you know, she'll catch herself and she'll be like, Oh, I look cute today, okay. And she'll start snapping in the air. You're like, Oh I always say I have my I have some cute moments. Yeah. I have cute moments. You are cute. You're my daughter, so you have to be cute. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You know. So but yeah, it, and it's it can be hard, it can be challenging because, you know, if you don't have a background of getting compliments or you know when you don't see yourself in a a particular light because sometimes people a lot of times people can see you better than you can see yourself but again you have to take that time out to really self-evaluate yourself get to know you and getting to know you means getting off social media yeah. Uh, because again, a lot of stuff that we see on social media is not how it really is in real life. They're putting their what they're putting out what they post to be post in there. To be, yeah. You know, they're putting their face forward. Yeah. Right. And a lot of those, you know, influencers, they're dealing with their own right self esteem issues. Yeah. You know, they just don't tell people. Exactly. Exactly. And that breaks my heart because you know I would hope that they would have a circle of friends that they could trust that they could be honest and be raw with that help them to build that. But a lot of times we'll just put it out there. We'll, like you said, we'll fake it till we make it, Mm -hmm. you know, in in hopes that, you know, some magic switch will flip on. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. It takes work that we have to put in. It is not going to always take somebody giving you a compliment. That's going to make the whole difference in your life you have to make the difference in your own life because it is our life. And we have been given the ability to steer it the way that we can in some areas. And one of the things that we have control over is how we view ourselves and, you know, how to block out different things, negativity and social media, you know, not being on there as much and seeing what these other people have that we wish we had blocking that all out and just working on us individually to get to a place where you know what i'm good i'm not i'm not competing with them on social media i'm who i am and i have a purpose and there is a plan for my life and it may it has nothing to do with what they're doing or not doing on social media that's their platform that is their purpose and plan and there is room for me you like to see that analogy with the cereal you know that the, there, um, there's room for everybody. What is that um, about the bread? About the bread. If you have not seen Devon Franklin, what is that name of that sermon? Oh gosh, your it was a meme out there. It was too. a meme. It, it was, was a, a meme too. But he, I think he also did a sermon. He did um, about the bread, and it was like there's so many. You know, it's just like our lives are like bread. There are so many people, or there are different types of bread out on the market when you go to the store there's a whole section of bread and everybody has a choice no one bread is the same and so but there has been made room for them there is room enough there is not you know in that case you know it would only be one type of bread 
on the market or on the shelf, but there is a whole shelf row at the stores of different types of bread and there's room for it. And so there's room for us and what we have to bring to the table. And we just have to have the confidence. We have to accept the compliments because again, a lot of people don't say what they don't mean. Cause again, one of, one of my good friends, she always tell me that people do what's best for them in the end. Anything that they do, they say, they act, it always benefits them in some kind of way. So if somebody's giving you a compliment, giving you that compliment doesn't necessarily benefit them. It benefits you. So when you receive them, nine times out of 10, it is a a sincere compliment and you should receive it, believe it, because that is you, especially if it's something good. And another thing we have to realize, too, that we have to work on in identifying, because I've seen a lot of this on social media, that when people give you compliments, they don't necessarily mean that they want to be in a relationship with you. <laughs> I mean, you cute. You know, somebody say you cute or you handsome, and they... Some people take it, like, five notches up, like, it's right, as like, if they, they like, like me. me. Ooh, and it's never... Like and it's not like me. that. Yeah, I want to date you. And I'm like... Because they just generally just find you attractive but it's not they're right. not trying to date you just giving you a factual compliment literally because right. i've seen it both ways i've had pe- i've heard people say you know i gave somebody a compliment and they was all in my dm in my box and they were blowing me up and yeah. stuff and so again we have to make sure that we put these things in perspective and you know receive them you know for what they are because again nine times out of ten they're genuine compliments and they are who you are on the positive side of it and we just have to take those and and move forward in our lives that's so. true oh side note back to where you were talking about uh, devon franklin if anyone wants to listen the name of the sermon is called your difference is your destiny that is where he does the analogy of the bread and the cookies and about how there's room for everyone that is a very 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 powerful sermon that i love to listen to sometimes but no, that is really, really good. And side note, again, I say side notes. <laughs> that is, I when I have a random thought in my head that I have to get out, I will always say side notes. So you guys will probably hear this a lot in these podcasts. So if you do, please forgive me. It just comes out. No, we don't need to forgive you. It's fine. It's just, it's, it's just a part of how I speak. Like my own boss has, is to the point where he even says it too. So I have people saying it now because of yeah. how random we are. So yeah, yeah. But again, we want it to be relevant. So what you're saying is relevant. You can side note, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one other thing I was going to mention, you know, in, within complimenting one another, you know, to me, that's a form of honoring that person. Oh, I never thought of it like yeah, that. Yeah, it's honoring. And I remember watching this since we're all in quarantines and lockdowns and things like that you know we we watch a whole lot of online sermons and one of the things I thought was amazing I was watching a church service and when the speaker was announcing the person that was coming up to to give the word or what have you when he before he gave that person the mic to speak he or she would say I honor you because and then they would tell them why they honored them and what qualities they possess. And I thought that was such an amazing thing. And I think that we need to get in a practice of, you know, every day 
those that we love and even people that we don't know, you know, just showing them honor because they were here. They are here for a reason. You know, they were created and they were here and they are here for a reason. So we need to find ways to honor one another. And that makes life in this world even better place. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add a little bit? Tootie. (laughs) Yeah. That's my nickname for Tootie. You got anything else to add? I think she got that because when I was in daycare, we did this dance called the Tootie Tide. Oh, my God. And so my grandmother, her mother called me Tootie Top ever since I was three. So I've, you know, I'm used to that name, but now it's just straight Tootie. But I'm Tootie what, number two because there's already another Tootie yeah, number one. Friend her friend Susan is number one. Susan is number one. Yeah. I love you, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we're going to have to share names now. No, it's fine. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with sharing it. But yeah. yeah. So anything else you want to add? I think that is it. I think we covered a lot. Yeah. And if y'all guys have any questions. Or any, even want us to expand more on this topic. you know. I mean, yeah. If, if it's, it's something else that you want us to talk about, hit us up. And just let us know what more you want to hear about. And if you haven't already, you can follow us on our IG account, which is Mama Girl Podcast. Or you can check us out on our website, Mama Girl, M-A-M-A-G-U-R-L dot com. Or you can email us at Mama Girl Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to this podcast either on our website or you can find us on Spotify or iTunes in Apple. So again, we love you. We love you. We love you. We thank you so much and appreciate you taking out the time to listen to us and laugh with us and catch the silliness of us. Yeah, just to grow (laughs) grow with us and get to know us. And we really appreciate it. We love you. And thanks again for listening. And until next time. Bye. Bye.